morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for Morning Coffee with Larry, and I am Larry, eager to share a nice, piping hot cup of goodness with you. Boy, that was a mouthful, wasn't it? <laughs> hey, it is Thursday, the 19th of December, and as always, I'm glad you're here to join me. Uh, it is going to be a busy day, so I need to kind of... Keep moving this morning. Keep moving and get into our topic. Uh, I hope you've got your Christmas shopping done. Last night, I did a little bit of Amazon shopping to uh, try to wrap up a few things for my wife. And hopefully, I came up with some good ones. Uh, but shh, don't tell her. She's probably not listening to this podcast. But, you know, anyway. <laughs> hey, I thought I would... Um, talk a little bit today and then continue on tomorrow with uh, some tips. And I had come across, uh, just kind of putzing around on the internet, a couple of neat little articles. Um, and you know me, I like, you know, top 10 list or top five list or, you know, just different suggestions. I love bullet points. And uh, this one is on um, uh, eight ways to be a good mother instead of a perfect one. Yeah, to be a good mother, not a perfect one. Because you know what? No one's perfect, and when we try to be perfect, we're not even able to be good. So uh, there are eight different ideas here, and I just love these ideas. So I want to share them with you. Uh, for all of you mothers out there that may be struggling or feeling, you know, inadequate at times. I've just met a lot of, of moms who've just beat themselves up over not being the perfect mom. And uh, it's kind of like perfect kids. I don't want perfect kids. I want kids that, you know, like themselves, feel good about themselves, and strive to be the best that they can be. That's not being perfect, though. Well, this article is actually, uh, you can find it online, and I'll put a link to it. It's uh, postpartumprogress.com, and then the title of the article, again, is Eight Ways to Be a Good Mother Instead of a Perfect One. Now, there's the article's kind of long, but I'm jumping right to the bullet list. Um, and uh, so the, the title right above the, the bullet list says, a good mother, often called a good enough mom, does her best too. Number one, teach her child how to live life to the fullest. Not encourage your child, not tell your child, but teach your child. How do you teach something? You demonstrate. You, you do encouragement. You, but you're 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 taking more of that active role, and the the best way is modeling. As parents, we need to model what we are trying to do. So, teach your child how to live life to the fullest. Well, what does that mean? What does it mean to live life to the fullest? Well, there's a lot of things that can waste our time. There's a lot of things we can try to achieve and. It's inconsequential. It's not really going to matter in, in the grand scheme of things. But what does living life to the fullest mean? To me, when I think of that, it is kind of like if you go to a buffet and you really like chicken, but all you get is chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy, and corn, 
and that's all you get because you know that's what you like, you're missing out on all the rest of the buffet. Or if you're going to a family potluck, it's the same thing. You, you can get little bits of everything and taste it all and get, get creative. You know, it's one of the things that I like about Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. There's different awards, and I know the Boy Scout program better than the Girl Scouts. But you have all these different merit badges that let you have a taste of all different possible things that you can do. Whether it is, you know, for a future career or what have you. But living life to the fullest is, is, to me, is maximizing, taking advantage of the various opportunities. You know, I've got a cousin uh, who is uh, in the military and is stationed in Germany, and she's living life to the fullest right now. She's not focused on regrets. She's not focused on things that put her down. She is loving it over there. She is traveling. She is seeing all parts of Europe that... Only one out of every 10,000, you know, Americans are probably going to be able to do. And she's getting to do that. She is living life to the fullest. Now there's, you know, different people will challenge that and say, well, is that really, are those really the things for living life to the fullest? I was thinking of other things and it can be other things. It can be a lot of different things, but it's not, I guess when you live life to the fullest, you're not settling for bland you're not settling for bland. I'm not saying give up contentment, but you're you're teaching your child to pursue. Number two, be there for her children when they need her. Uh, the the good enough mom, the mom who is not trying to be perfect, she's there for her children when they need her. When kids need it doesn't necessarily mean it's a life-threatening need, but they 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 need to have, you know, a parent. They need to have their mom or their dad at different times, but we're talking about moms right now. Whatever their needs are, be there. Doesn't necessarily mean that you fix everything. Maybe you guide them. Maybe you, you know, you're with them as they try to figure it out, but being there is the important part. Number three. The, the good enough mom teaches her child the importance of self-worth. Teaches the value that she sees in her child. Teaching the child that he or she has incredible worth, incredible value. That there is, you know, no one like them. But it's more than just superficial. You know, that, they're, that they have such incredible potential and that they can move in a direction and help them see, catch a vision of really how, how valuable they are and that they are growing and that they are building and that they are moving in that, you know, the, the understanding of, hey, I'm a worthwhile person. There's too many kids today that are misreading, misinterpreting what their parents are saying or believing because they're, they're not necessarily getting this concept of self-worth from parents. And there's a lot of different reasons. So take the initiative, mom. Take the initiative uh, to uh, teach your child the importance of self-worth. Number four, provide food, shelter, and love. 
You know, those are three very basic elements. They need good food. They need a good, safe shelter. And they need love. They need to be nurtured. There's too many kids that, you know, they didn't have the love. They may have had the food. They may have had the shelter, but they didn't have the love. And that throws them out of balance. You know, if you don't have, if you don't have the proper food for a child, they're not going to develop right. If they are if they are always at a loss for good safe shelter, they never feel safe and secure, that's going to impact them. And if they don't know that they have unconditional love from their mom, from their parents, but here again specifically the mom, they're not going to develop in the same way. And you want your kids to to have that. Number five, be a good example to her children. You know, do as I say, don't do as I do. That's bullpucky. Now, we're all imperfect parents. We are not going to do everything perfectly, but that's why we need to sometimes own up to our mistakes, ask for forgiveness, but strive to be that good example. One of the things that I tried to do with my kids grow as they were growing up was if I screwed up, I... I tried my best to take the initiative to apologize because I wanted to lead by example that when they screw up, they can, you know, ask for, you know, forgiveness. So be that good example to your kids. Number six, make time to have fun with her kids. Have, <coughs> have fun with them. There's, there's so many things that distract us. There's so many things that pull us in different directions. Don't let those things get in the way. Have fun with your kids. Take time. Make the time to, to have that. Don't try to be everything to everybody and not being enough for your kids. Take the time. Make the time to have fun. Number seven, allow, she allows room for her children to make mistakes and learn from them. Don't teach your children to be perfectionists. Let them experiment. Let them try things. Let them express their will. And if they make mistakes, let them also fall. Let them see the natural consequences. But don't sit there and beat them up for making the mistake. Let them learn from them and let them also see that even when they make mistakes, your love for them is not conditional upon perfectionism, that your love for them is always there. And that even when they make mistakes, they're, you know, they still have you. And then finally, number eight is teach. She teaches her children how to love unconditionally. And for some moms that have, there's some moms that never experienced unconditional love. And probably what they need to do first is if they have parents that are not able to provide that or did not provide it. Find a source. Find a source of unconditional love. Maybe it's in a mentor. Maybe it's in a close friend. Maybe it's an older lady that that is able to love you unconditionally as as a uh, um, you know as a dear friend, and and understand that concept. Then demonstrate that to your kids. That no matter whether they do great or they do poor, whether they you know are you know behave in a respectful way or they are messing up all the time or making very bad decisions, let them know that you still love them unconditionally, even if you don't approve of or like what decisions they have made. Let them know that your love is unconditional. All right. Those are five key things. Um, and uh, I will uh, uh, 
try to get this out there for you on the um, uh, website. So anyway, that is it for today. You have a great one. Make the most of it yourself, and we will catch you tomorrow right here for another cup of coffee. Have a good one. Bye-bye.